listeners, this is Kathy with God in the Grief, episode number 34, and it is titled, Do We Come Through Our Trials as to Have Others Question Their Faith? This actually, this thought came from a study that I did on Paul, and if you go back to episode number two on forgiveness, you'll hear me talking about when I did a study on Paul and um, some of the things that were related to Paul help just studying out Paul and his life helped me a lot because I needed an example of somebody that went through some things that might have needed to have forgiven himself for some of the things that he did that was wrong. And so that helped me a lot. But anyways, my point that I want to pull on today is related to this faith. And Paul definitely had a faith that was visible. He went through some really, really hard, hard things that we will never experience, hopefully, in our lifetime. Um, But he went through some really tough times, but his faith was always visible because he was acting on it. And that's what we want to do. We're going to go through some hard times in our life, but we want to be able to have our faith be our testimony that other people can visibly see. So where's your faith? Is it in God? Is it in man, in your family, in substances or finances? Is it in your own thoughts and your own philosophies? What about other people's thoughts and philosophies, books you've read and uh, programs or whatever? Our faith can be in many different things. But the faith that will make others question theirs is the faith that we place in God. Faith is the link between our soul and God's power. A lot of people think that faith is just in an institution or a group of people thinking that they're going to get an improvement in life. Things are going to get better if I go to this place and I listen and do and feel good about myself, that that somehow is part of my faith and that'll make me better. That's not what faith is. Faith is not a thought or a philosophy. It's not a group of people. It's not an institution. Faith is your what's inside your soul and it's what connects you to the power that God can give to you. Every single man is given a measure of this faith. It's a gift. Isn't that what amazing? Like he didn't skip, give some people a measure of faith and some people didn't. I said, every man has this measure of faith. We are all given this gift. So imagine a little gift box and inside it is the little mustard seed. Because remember, Jesus said that if you have faith as big as a mustard seed, you can remove mountains. And so think of a little gift box and a little mustard seed in it. We want to unwrap this. We want to take the lid off, be able to look at that little seed and actually put it to use. What can we do? How do we cultivate it? How can we use it? How can we use it to help our own selves? And how can we use it so that it spreads up into 
something beautiful get planted and grow up into have beautiful, plentiful fruit for others to be able to see. And so there are certain tools that we can use to help us unwrap and utilize our faith. And trusting in God is one of them. It's so simple. Trust in God. Believe it. Trust what he says. That what he says is true, that it's powerful, and that it's for me. There's a scripture in Psalms 9 and 10 that says, And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. So one of the first ways to just get that faith out is just put our trust in God, to seek God and to put our trust in him. Another scripture is in Psalms 18 and 30. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord, it's tried. He's a buckler to all those that trust in him. This is not just a simple philosophy. This is the tried, true word of God. It cannot fail. God cannot lie. And we need to trust in that. The kind of faith that that Paul had is recorded in 2 Corinthians 1 and 10. And it says, in Asia, he was troubled there, but he said, who delivers us from so great a death and doth deliver and in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. We want to have that faith that we know what God has done for us. We know that he is helping us right now. And so we can put that faith to use for those things that we don't understand or that we are up ahead of us that we don't know how we're going to get through this, but we can have that faith to go all the way through from our past to present and into the future. But to get to this faith, we're going to have to act in opening the gift that God gave us. We're going to have to use it. And we are never going to be disappointed when we unwrap this faith. We are never going to be sorry that we put this faith to use. And faith is putting to use that things that you're hoping for, the evidence of the things that's not seen. Faith is specifically for the purpose of things we don't know or don't understand or cannot see. But God gives that to us because he knew that there was going to be times in life when we wouldn't understand or that we couldn't see our way through. But he's like, here's the faith that's going to take you through. Faith, when you put it to use, is beautiful. It includes so many different things. It'll help us get our answers to prayer. It'll give us the healing, the peace, the love, the joy, and deliverance that we are desiring. We want our faith to be different than just a word or an idea, but the very power of God in our lives. Some of the things that we get when we unwrap our faith is peace. Read John 16, Another thing that unwrapping our faith helps us with is to let go of our fears. Read Isaiah 41 and 10. And it also gives us the strength to face each day. Second Chronicles 16 and 9. And remembering who God is, will help us to utilize that faith. Isaiah 55, 8, and 9. I'm going to write all of those scriptures down in the show notes so that you can go when you have a moment and look those up because they will encourage, should encourage your faith. No person was ever blessed on account of his or her personal faith until that faith expressed itself in action. So we can say we have faith, but if we never ever use it, then it's hard to get a blessing out of it. So using it is super important. 
I think of the example of when the palsied friend, the palsied man had his friends let him down through the roof to get to Jesus. And Jesus looked up and saw what they were doing. And he, it's, the scriptures say, Jesus looked up and saw their faith. It was a visible thing. And he healed the palsied man. This is through the roof faith. That's what we want to have. We want to, if we have to remove things, if we have to take the roof off, if we have to press our way, uh, we want to be able to do that. And we want our faith to be able to be visible. That story is in Mark 2, verse 5. We also know that without faith, we cannot please God because that's what God said. We have to use it. Everyone has been given this faith, but some people only talk about it. Some people might even boast about it, but if they don't ever use it, it doesn't give them the blessings that they're seeking. It doesn't allow God to give you all the benefits that come with the, the faith being put to use. If you say, I have faith, but then you don't have any peace, you might have had your little box of faith that God gave you, but you might not have ever opened it up and put it to use. So do that. If peace is something that you're seeking and you don't have, take that faith and start utilizing it. Put your trust to use. When you trust in God, you can let go of the fears, the uncertainties, the doubts, and you can draw on that strength. We cannot please God without faith because faith is the spiritual force through which our testimony becomes effective. Faith transforms the weak to the strong, the hopeless to the hopeful, the sad to the joy, the sick to the well, the dying to life, and the lost to found. Faith is the action that is continually transforming us, and that is what makes the difference in our testimony and the faith others say they have. I can hear my kitty. We are admonished in 2 Corinthians 13 and 5 to examine our faith. So we need to, every once in a while, let's take a look and see how our faith is doing. Do we have faith that will please God? Faith that pleases God has its foundations built on the truths of God's words. It's not head knowledge, but it speaks truth and it believes what it speaks and then it puts it to use. So is our faith producing the benefits of God? So when we're in grief, we want it, We want the benefits of strength. We want the benefits of trust. We want the benefits that, all the benefits that God could give us because we need everything that we can get when we're going through a trial, right? James Allen is an inspirational writer and he wrote some words that I just really enjoyed thinking about. Here's what he said. Where faith is, there is courage, and there is fortitude, and there is steadfastness and strength. Faith bestows that sublime courage that rises superior to the troubles and disappointments of life, that acknowledges no defeat except as a step to victory, that is strong to endure, patient to wait, and energetic to struggle. Light up then that lamp of faith in your heart. It will lead you safely through the mist of doubt and the black darkness of despair along the narrow, thorny ways of sickness and sorrow and over the treacherous places of temptation and uncertainty. That was somebody that must have thought a lot about faith because that was a really good quote. So why am I talking about faith in a grief episode, in a 
uh, podcast that's dealing with grief. It's because we need this faith (laughs) in the midst of our grief. We need it to help us connect with God, the power of God. We need it to help us be that light and testimony that others can see. We need this faith. And so it helped me to take a look at it and to think about it for a little bit. And in our next episode, I am going to be talking about the woman that touched the hem of Jesus's garment. She was a woman of great faith. And we're going to take a look at her next. But for now, because of the time, I'm going to just be wrapping, wrapping this up. And finishing with a scripture and a little reading out of my journal. Uh, the scripture is Acts fourteen twenty seven, And so this is from Paul. And he said, And when they were come and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. Can you imagine that? That must have been really, really sweet. But we can take our own testimonies and rehearse what God has done for us to encourage other people too. And so here is one of the little snippets that I had written of how God gave us opportunities to light up our testimonies. Rocky, Mandy, and I have had countless opportunities to witness to people because of these deaths. One incident was when someone organized a candlelight vigil at Sandpoint Beach. My mom and dad went, and when they found out that the grandparents were there, they asked them to speak. Papa the preacher began to witness to them of Isaac's life and the testimony he had. Afterwards, one of the young people from school came up to my dad and asked, How can I have faith like that? He had a little New Testament on him and asked my dad to show him some scriptures. So that's just one little incident. We have many, 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 many incidents um, that happened like this where people questioned their faith after they saw something because of Isaac's life or because of the death or whatever they were able to say hey maybe there's a little bit of faith that I need to unwrap of my own and so that's just encouraging when that happens um there's there's another account that I'm going to read in the next episode So stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about more faith and another incident that we had where we were able to be a testimony to somebody else.